America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, <sighs> praising God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to... Believe It. Or Not. I'm Trevor Pullman. And I'm Damian Depping. And this is the show where we believe it. Or we don't. Who knows? Or we don't. Well, most most times I don't. No. I mean, I, I believe that these are things that people do and believe. I just wanted to put that out there. I didn't know if there was any confusion about my stance on belief mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But uh, I, I thought I, I thought I would explicitly say it today. I felt like today was the day. And it, it's about time that I, I put it out there for people to know once and for all. Yeah. And uh, what I know, what I believe... Is um, mm-hmm. I believe in a good cheese sandwich. Yeah, well, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess the lactose intolerant and the gluten intolerant. Yeah, they but but those but those camps uh, can go fuck themselves. You heard it here yeah. first, folks. I I believe that I would be very sad if I couldn't eat cheese and bread. Mm-hmm. I baked bread yesterday. Uh, oh yeah? yeah. What kind of bread? It was uh, I don't know like a. I got some wheat, sorry, not wheat, um, flour, not like full wheat, from uh, a, a mill. They dropped it off at the restaurant mm-hmm. to like thank us for oh. our service or whatever while like everything was closed mm-hmm. down. But then I couldn't find yeast forever. And then uh, I finally yeah. found yeast and I made pizza last week. And then tonight I'm like, or last night I was like, I'm going to make some bread. So I made bread and it was oh, nice. delish. Yeah, homemade pizza dough. That's the way to go. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. What's new with nice. you? Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, hmm. Well, they're they're finally opening things back up a little bit, so I've been doing getting out there into the working world as well. Oh, good, good. You're back at work slowly yeah. but surely, a little bit, yeah. So that's uh, that's been interesting. You guys have a patio, hey? Mm-hmm, we do. It's weird yeah. seeing people you haven't seen in like five or six months. Yeah, and like a lot of them all at once, and you're like, what is happening? It's very true. Yeah, same. We re- we open our patio. I've been working the whole time, but like bringing everybody back has been mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about how about yourself, Trev? Oh, not much. I, uh, did I tell you I kind of lost my job? Uh, I. <laughs> I, I heard through the grapevine that you were stepping away, but you were still yeah. on for uh, a few weeks, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so they cut right. my position, and then, like, mm-hmm. so they cut it across all the all the restaurants, and then they said, we'll give yeah. you another job. And I was like, you know what? It's just time. So I I, I know you've been thinking about stepping it down in a way for a little yeah. bit now, so this seems to be like it was uh, the straw that broke the camel's back in a way. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. so now I, well, you know... Looking for another job, but also like, mm-hmm. um, you know, just kind of chill, chillaxing. <laughs> I still, I'm still there for a few weeks, but I'm not like stressing out about it and stuff. So that's good. That's probably the mentality you really should have when you're there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, good for you. I mean, moving forward, do uh, find something new and something fresh. Yeah, or if, if everybody just wants to donate a bunch of money to this podcast, then. Uh, Maybe uh, Damien and I can just both quit our jobs and... We should uh, set up, um, a, what is it, a GoFundMe? Yeah. For Trevor doesn't need a new job, it's GoFundMe. And, and I'd like to quit mine, too. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? I was, I, yeah. was, I was just starting to like, you know, not having to work. 
It was pretty great. I retired once for two weeks. Yeah. I mean, I COVID retired for a while and it was great. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? I think, I think every two years we should have a, a COVID quarantine. I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get people to relax. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. have to be as long as this one, but you know. A- anyway, we we have uh, we have uh, something to talk about today, don't we? Yeah, we do. Let's. We're going to talk um, politics, I guess. They say uh, you should never, uh, like at a family gathering, you should never talk about religion and politics. And right mm-hmm. now, we're bringing both of those into one place yep. for you. So uh, next Thanksgiving or Christmas, if you're allowed to see your family, play this episode for them, and uh, I let just let them go at it. You know, yeah, just I agree. put it on. Just blast it through the Bluetooth speaks. You know, put it on your Google Home or whatever. Mm-hmm. Say Alexa, play. Believe it or not. Yeah, we used to uh, prank our roommate Colin by hiding a Bluetooth speaker around the house and playing the Two and a Half Men theme song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's something that you should do to your family is just play this episode yeah. <laughs> randomly, hide Bluetooth speakers, and uh, make them search for it and smash the speakers like Colin did, or play the Two and a Half Men theme song. Either way, whichever yeah. one. Whichever one feels best for you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, this might seem like old news for some of you, but we record ahead of time, and I felt like this is something worth discussing and mm-hmm. uh, an interesting topic. Uh, we're going to talk about Kanye West's political platform, his presidential platform. Well, as of now, he has pulled out of the race, as far as I oh. understand. Okay. Okay. So this so was this gonna... was this was a whirlwind uh uh campaign where he was in it for like 3 days and then he wasn't. I could be but, wrong though. No, you're probably right. So was it God's will? I don't know. So I I, th- I think it's still important to take a look at what exactly happened with this. So why don't we uh, why don't we take a look at uh some of his uh beliefs and things on this. So this is from a Forbes article. Um mm-hmm. this is from July 8th, uh, written by a guy named Randall Lane, but it's just like an interview about Kanye, uh, with Kanye about his presidential campaign. So we're going to read a couple of it, or we're going to read his quotes and discuss. Yeah. On his natural political party, I would run as a Republican if Trump wasn't there. I will run as an independent, as an independent if Trump is there. So pretty basic. He's just saying what his political affiliation is. So, you know, he's basically saying he is a Republican, but if Trump is there, he wouldn't because he didn't want to run against him in the primaries, I'm guessing. I guess so. Are they doing, do they do primaries if it's an incumbent? I I don't don't know exactly. I I mean, I guess that would be why he would run as an independent then. Yeah, I guess so. On his previous support for Trump, uh, Trump is the closest president we've had in years to allowing God to still be part of the conversation. Okay. That is not true. Here we go. Uh, So, uh, first of all, uh, your president should not be uh, dealing with that. I I believe the American Constitution uh, calls for a separation of church and state, does it not? Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, most of the religious jargon that was brought in was brought in gradually over the years and much later. Mm-hmm. Bush talked about God all the time. Even Obama would talk, like, pray and stuff like that and, and invoke religious stuff more vague than Bush. <laughs> but, you know, Reagan talked about God all the time. Carter talked about God. Nixon worked with Billy Graham. <laughs> yeah. He was, like, best friends with Billy Graham. I think God's been part of the conversation for a long time. I was reading uh, 
an article and it said that James Garfield was considered the preaching president. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> he was a preacher, basically, not officially, but yeah. basically a preacher before he became president. Yeah, and the Lord said, I hate Mondays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you're telling me that James Garfield loves lasagna and hates Mondays? Well, he had to get back to work after the day of rest. That's true. On his mega hat moment, one of the main reasons I wore the red hat as a protest to the segregation of votes in the black community. Also, other than the fact that I like Trump hotels and the saxophones in the lobby. Uh, <laughs> the saxophones in the lobby. Yeah. Okay. He, he liked the saxophones in the Trump Plaza uh, and the hotels. So he said, let's, I'm going to wear that hat that signifies, you know, a lot of racial inequality and hate in america i'm curious so is he trying to say that he didn't really like trump and that he was trying to separate himself from him where, where it seemed that that he was pretty close with trump mm-hmm. and they, i feel like they had a lot of personal interactions yeah it's yeah it seems like it and now he's trying to say it was a protest which doesn't make any sense no. like if it's a protest sure and you can do it but why would you why would you be like hanging out and meeting with this guy constantly if you're doing it as a protest yeah, that, that exactly that seems to be and like i mean he talks about it a lot but like there is you know leaning towards you know a lot more black people vote for democrats than for republicans and if he was say, maybe saying like i just wanted to show that you can actually have a political opinion you don't have to just choose based mm-hmm. on the color of your skin but right there's other ways to do that than than wearing a Trump hat, <laughs> like wearing a mega hat, it just doesn't make yeah. any sense to I th- me. I think the other problem is is uh, the two party system. Mm-hmm. That is a huge problem. Uh, I don't know if it works. So yeah, <laughs> I think there's some fundamental problems that just wearing a mega hat isn't going to solve. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like how in Canada we have multi parties because then if mm-hmm. a party isn't doing well and they lose. You know, if they mess up a bit, even if they have some overall good ideas and they lose a number of seats because they messed up, then all of a sudden, if it's a minority government, they have to work with another party in order to get anything right. done. And there has to be compromise. And in government, compromise is a very good thing. Yes, we we still do have our own problems. Oh, and very much. I mean, we're kind of a two-party system light. Yeah. I mean, the, the NDP is, is has been coming a bit more uh, as of late. Maybe a bit less than they were for a bit there, but it's still becoming a little more of a, a viable alternative choice. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I was hearing a bit about the um, this American group called, it's like the Party of Lincoln or something like that. And they're a Republican mm-hmm. group that are trying to convince everybody to vote for Biden this year as a protest to how the Republican Party has just like, you know, bent over backwards for Trump and just holding yeah. them accountable. Like we, we need a reset. We need to get Trump out of there and we need to get all these people out there who have supported him and get back to like the fundamentals of the Republican party. So they're like, that's, that's their protest against, you know, that it's still, you know, for the two party system, but it's, you know, well, this is, this is another thing that I've, I, I don't understand about politics. It, it, really kind of baffles me because politics is is not it's it's not a lifestyle it's it's an an ideology that kind of evolves and adapts with what is happening yeah yet for some reason people seem to feel the need 
to once you have your party, that is your party, you support it no matter what, and you would die if you had to support another party. Yeah. And I think that that is such an irresponsible way to view political discourse mm-hmm. because this is something that that should be trying to work with everybody and trying to do things in everybody's best interest of course there are going to be differences in opinions based on on people's stances and their belief systems yeah that being said i i when you just kind of paint it as this black and white like us versus them there's really no chance of progress at all no not at all yeah i mean look at the last like what 10 years or more of the American mm-hmm. system where it's, you know, one party mm-hmm. in power and then the other party, like one party has the executive branch and then the other party has the house or whatever. So nothing gets done. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they just come in and then they undo anything that was done from the previous administration. Yeah. And then it's just the cycle continues. Oh, a hundred percent. It's just, uh, it's disheartening, mm-hmm. especially when you know, when you know people who are just like, I, if I can't vote for the Republican, I won't vote at all. Yeah. Like, that doesn't help anyone. No. Um, on discussions on race with the White House, one time I talked to Jared Kushner, who was saying, we don't have black leaders, we just have hustlers. Why? Because they killed all the black leaders. Uh, a request for comment from the White House and the Kushner uh, last night were not immediately returned. So let's uh, let's unpack this a little bit. Yeah, they just don't vote for them. <laughs> like, they have killed a lot of black leaders, but there are some great black leaders. I mean, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure in the last little bit we had a, they had an American, uh, a black, African-American president at, recently. Right. And yeah, there are plenty of great black leaders. They just aren't voting them in. <laughs> so that's just not, not true. Well, I, I don't know if this is necessarily... Uh, race with the white house yeah okay i suppose this is specifically with that yeah um i think to a certain degree that they 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 do kill those those potentials i mean mm-hmm. how much of how much of the rnc and the dnc it it's kind of they groom the people that they want to groom and the people they feel that 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 can do what they need to do yeah so as much as I say yes, there are those leaders. I, I I do to a certain degree think that there is, there is something systemic in the way that is kind of preventing an open discourse for. It, oh yeah, you know what I mean no, that's a hundred percent what I mean too. Is that yeah, those mm-hmm. leaders exist, and there are right. people who are that have the potential to be great leaders that are just like shut out. It's not just that they've you know they've been right. killed or whatever it's that they are just shut out and it's oh yeah, yeah. And my my point was more that even if they're there if they don't have those opportunities then you they they they're not there is what i mean on democrats that is a form of racism and white supremacy and white control to say that all black people need to be democrat and to assume that me running is splitting the vote. All of the information is being charged up on social media platforms by Democrats, and Democrats used to tell me the same Democrats have threatened me. The reason why this is the first day I registered to vote is because I was scared. I was told that if I voted on Trump, my music career would be over. I was threatened into being in one party. I was threatened as a celebrity into being in one party. I was threatened as a black man into the Democratic Party. And that's what the Democrats are doing emotionally to my people, threatening them to 
to the point where this white man can tell a black man, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Um, see, I, I, I I think I understand where, where he is coming from. And I I think it's true because I do, I do think that both sides do this where, where, people push those ideologies and saying well if you're doing this you're this and if you don't do this you're this kind of thing and it's it's especially true with politics Mm -hmm. and with how visceral it gets with people and how emotional people get about it and it goes back to what i was saying that people are so die hard into their camps that rather than being able to have an actual discourse about it and understand that people do have differing opinions on these things a lot of times it just ends up becoming hurling insults and saying like, well, if you don't vote for this, you're an idiot. Or if yeah. you voted for this guy, you're, you're this. And there, there is a lot more nuance to it. And I feel like someone like, like Kanye West, who I, I think he, he's, he's definitely a, a smart guy. He's gotten as far as he has and done as much as he has. But I, I think he's, he's, he's smart in some areas, but not in others. Yeah. Um, I think there might be some, mental health issues too with him exactly yeah and i think though and i think those things make him more susceptible to to those attacks right yeah. especially being such a public figure yeah so I, I i definitely see where where his point of view is for this yeah. whether or not he went about it the right way is something completely different that's that's a circumstantial thing i think yeah I, I, I'm blown away by the fact that he's never voted <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> I, i'm not i'm really not no no, not at all. Running for president, though, having never voted. <laughs> yeah, again, I, I am totally not surprised by that. Yeah. I mean, you, we just had a reality TV star, and we have a reality TV star in the office yeah. right now. The fact that somebody hasn't voted, especially coming from, uh, you know, different... There are different sections of, of the country in the States who never have voted yeah. or ne- don't want to vote. Yeah. You know, they don't trust these systems, and they don't trust the these things that are in place yeah so when you're from a community that has that kind of distrust and and i don't want to say fear of but yeah you know i think it's completely reasonable that maybe they haven't voted and yeah. maybe that is a good reason for them to get into politics is so that way these voices and these ideas can get out there so i understand why it can be considered like silly that oh he's never voted why is he running for president but i can also see it as as a symptom of a larger problem and of course he hasn't voted of course he wants to get involved with politics if anything that makes sense and i see why that's happening what what are what are your thoughts on this i'm getting very charged up today <laughs> no no it's a okay. funny episode in a while <laughs> that's okay um no my thoughts well I, I was gonna say too about the democratic party um the reason i mean obviously a full mm-hmm. a whole race of people who have like a large chunk of the population of course there's going to be different political opinions so it's it's interesting Mm -hmm. that they that the majority of um african americans will vote for democrats and it just goes back to the civil rights movement and the fact that like with jim crow laws and stuff it was the democrats that um were opposed to jim crow laws and i think that just created a lot of loyalty to that party, whether or not you disagree, whether or not you agree or disagree with a lot of their politics, there's, mm-hmm. there's that history there of they had our back and they, you know, the Republicans wanted us to, you know, they still wanted us to be segregated and they, there's still all these like racial motivated 
policies that the, the Republicans have. Whereas right. if it was an actual two parties, both trying to, you know, do the best they can for their people, but also have different opinions on how to do it, I think we'd have a more even split as opposed to mm-hmm. like these, how it's so racially charged and it's so socially charged on both sides mm-hmm. that it, yeah, because it doesn't make sense for that block of people to just all lean towards one like political stance you yeah. know if it was if it was a fair system my my question is i want to know i don't know if there are statistics on this or not but much like religion i feel to a certain degree uh politics is 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 almost driven by what you've grown up with to a certain degree mm-hmm. you know yeah not for everybody i'm not saying everybody but i'm sure this is definitely a factor like i mean if you grew up in a very conservative household with very conservative parents I think that, you know, a lot of times people will get those beliefs from their parents. Same yeah. with like a religion or or even a sports team. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, my dad went for these guys, so I go for these guys kind of thing. Yeah. And and, and I wonder and I wonder if, if that's a factor into some of this as well. Yeah, because it makes you feel like part of the tribe and part of that, that group or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, if yeah. you look at people I knew in Bible college in Alberta, they grew up staunchly conservative, like even like non-religious people. A lot of them were very conservative growing up because that's mm. just what Alberta is. It's a very conservative place. What you grew up with, yeah. Yeah, and I, the way I grew up is my parents never told us what party they voted for, and they always told us to just like, you know, look into each candidate and decide, and not mm-hmm. to, you know, go along party lines. I think that changed later in my life, but like that's what it was as a kid. Is it was like, no, this is, you know, we're not, we're never going to tell you who we vote for and we want you to make those decisions yourself. And I think there, yeah, Mm -hmm. it creates a different kind of dynamic, different kind of way you view politics. Yeah, for sure. On how the race will be decided. Let's see if the appointing is at 2020 or if it's 2024 because God appoints the president. If I win in 2020, then it was God's appointment. If I win in 2024, then that was God's appointment. Do you think uh, God really uh, appoints the president, Trev? No, <laughs> no. But I will say... You don't think he's like a French king in the uh, 15th century or whatever? Appointed by God? kind of makes sense that somebody who's never voted thinks that God appoints the president. I mean, to say that God appoints the president is like, well, then what's the point of having a democracy? Exactly. It's a, yeah, it's a theocracy. It's like the Old Testament where God would literally send a prophet to to say who was going to be the next leader. <laughs> yeah. And if that's the way it works, then, you know, that's the way it works. Who am I to say? On the coronavirus cure, we pray, we pray for the freedom uh, it's all about God. We need to stop doing things that make God mad. Great. So another person blaming uh, horrible things in the world on people sinning. Yeah. The most asinine cop-out for actually listening to science. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> this is just something that, I mean, we talked about it on the epidemic or the pandemic episode. We talked about it on, like, uh, yeah, different episodes, how just people love blaming whatever happens in the world on sin because it's yeah it's a cop-out it's just a way to to not actually yeah look into what's happening and why it's happening it's 
or even just to say that oh, sometimes shitty things just happen. There's a yeah. reason for it, and the reason is usually um, you touch yourself at night. Like, well, that's the other thing. It's another way for those in power to reinforce their belief systems by having something that they can point to, right? Yeah. They can say, like, well, look at that. There's There was a hurricane that killed a bunch of people. That's because there are gay people. Gay yeah. people are real. You see them all the time. They're on TV now. And because they're on TV, that's why these hurricanes are happening. Not like, yeah. no, there are hurricanes happening because hurricanes happen every year. And because of our emissions and things like that, these things are getting worse and worse and more frequent. You know, there's, there's a causality to these things. And it has nothing to do with with these quote-unquote evils that these people are trying to vilify even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's... And it's like, have you seen that that thing? It's like a meme that went around for a while, or, yeah, somebody screenshotted it, but it was like a tornado went through this, like, um, town and destroyed a bunch of houses, and somebody posted that a tornado killed their aunt, but the Bible was left intact, and how God is good, or whatever. It's like... yeah. He killed your aunt, but saved the Bible? <laughs> or, like, you'll see a cross that survived or whatever that that happened to be, like, in cement. So, of course, it survived. My thing is, like, how can you be surprised about a tornado running through your home when you live in a place called Tornado Alley? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, in, it's in the fucking name. <laughs> oh, I got punched in the face again. Did you walk through Punched in the Face Alley? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. This might be insensitive, but I always felt that way with people who are like into extreme sports and hobbies when someone got injured or killed and everyone's like, it's such a tragedy. And I'm like, well, it's not that. Yeah, that's that's part of the inherent risk of what they were doing. They, they knew that going into it, that there was always a possibility that something like this could happen. I mean, mm-hmm. that's part of the appeal for people in doing it. Like the risk is part of the fun. That being said, when it, when when, you know, the risk catches up with them, I mean, it was almost inevitable. And that's just me being an insensitive bastard. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> just watch the interview of uh, um, Norm MacDonald on The Daily Show talking about Steve Irwin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I've probably tried some dumb things. And if I die, I don't want people to say it was a tragedy. I want to say, like, yeah. yeah, well, that's what, you know, he was doing what he wanted to do. And that's what's yeah. going to happen if you're taking those risks. I mean, <laughs> it was it was just his time. No, it wasn't just his time. He was tightrope walking. (laughs) Yeah, it's not like I was on the bus and then we got T-boned by a tractor trailer. That's a tragedy. Yeah. But I mean, you know, if I'm I'm riding a dirt bike on a tightrope and and fall, then it's like, well, it was bound to happen eventually. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) uh, next one, on vaccines. Uh, It's so many of our children that are being vaccinated and paralyzed. Um... So, when they say the way we're going to fix COVID is with a vaccine, I'm extremely cautious. That's the mark of the beast. I, oh, <laughs> They want to put chips inside of us. They want to do all kinds of things to make it where we can't cross the gates of heaven. I'm sorry when I say the humans that have the devil inside them. And the sad thing is that the saddest thing is that we all won't make it to heaven, that there will be some of us that don't do not make it. Next question. Okay. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so, so this this brings me back. It was funny. This is a silly conversation we were having where 
I was saying that I don't like Oprah because she just become a platform for some very terrible people. And then Cody asked me if I think Oprah is worse than Jeffrey Dahmer. And I said, well, Oprah provided a platform for Jenny McCarthy, a noted mm-hmm. anti-vaxxer who's been continuously debunked by the scientific community, but for some reason still gained traction. Uh, she yeah. provided a platform for Dr. Oz, who, a, a real doctor, no less, has uh, put out so much quackery and dangerous non-medicine to people on a daily basis. Dr. Phil, who's probably pushed back people's mental health progress yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah. So just with those three people... I'm sure Oprah has caused more deaths than Jeffrey Dahmer ever did. Yeah. Yep. No, it's true. I was, uh, have you ever heard of the, heard the podcast Behind the Bastards? Uh, no. Okay. It's great. But they just like take awful people and then just talk about their history and how they got to where they were. And mm-hmm. they just did an episode recently on John of God, who we talked about on mm-hmm. some episode. And, uh, I think Preacher Scandals, but he's this prophet psychic yeah yeah psychic healer in brazil and he really rose to fame in america because of oprah and dr oz mm-hmm. and um they well first abc did a a profile on him where they brought dr oz down there and james randy um mm-hmm. to to see if he was legit of course they didn't give james randy barely any tv time they just focus on Dr. Oz and because James course. Randi's whole thing was, no, psychic healing isn't real. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's do a DNA test on this chicken gizzard they pulled out. Like, yeah. what are you doing? But, um, yeah, and then Oprah promoted the shit out of John of God, you know, mm-hmm. and then, of course, he's been scamming people for years, but he's also, like, all these people are going to his compound, and he's a rapist, and he's raping all these people, and it's like... Now she's, you know, she took all the articles about him off the website and, like, just mm-hmm. kind of doesn't want to acknowledge that she helped this guy r- rise to such prominent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, I I don't I don't necessarily think she's a, an evil person, but she has definitely been complicit in a lot yeah. of very bad stuff. Yeah. And I, I think a responsible thing would be to to speak out about that and actually try and be a change for it. But I don't mm-hmm. necessarily know that she has. No, she- I'm also just cautious that Oprah's goon squad are going to come for us now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're after um, us. N- they, they might be. You never, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. So like the vaccine stuff, that's obviously, you know, so, so stupid um, and mm-hmm. so wrong. And like, yeah, we'll kill so many people. And then yep. also the the Mark of the Beast thing, that's been floating around ever since um, some internet hoax or whatever, or like conspiracy theory about Bill Gates wanting to use the vaccine to put microchips in us so that right. yeah, so he can track us and it's the Mark of the Beast. And Is the microchip supposed to be the Mark of the Beast? I don't... Why? Well, it, I don't get how these two are connected. It became... So, yeah... I wrote down a few things that have been considered the mark of the beast, um, barcodes, um, and then like a lot of company logos, like the Monster Energy Drink logo. Obviously, we talked about the P and G logo on the Amway episode. The Chrome, like the Google Chrome logo, is supposed to look like six six six. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so like, so many different things have been like considered. Oh, it's the mark of the beast, or like, yeah. But in the last twenty. 
20, 30, 40 years, microchips have become like the main go-to thing of that's the mark of the beast is a microchip. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it was first it was uh friggin' mm-hmm. barcodes and then it was microchips and yeah. And it's just yeah. really stuck in there and it's ridiculous. I don't think Bill Gates is trying to install the number of the beast in people. Yeah. Uh, is Bill Gates working towards microchips for people? Cause I, I understand microchips for people can be a positive thing. Yeah. I mean, it's something that if it's something that has access to your medical records or things like that, it can, it, this can be something that can be a positive step for, for people. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Bill Gates is trying to install mind control chips. In no. Us. Well, is he, is he actively working towards anything with this or is this all rumor? I think it's, well, I think it's mostly rumor. He was actively trying to do whatever he can to help fight the coronavirus. He's been talking about outbreaks for years and vaccines and stuff. So he's definitely funding stuff and trying to help it, but it's not, I don't think right. there's a, like a sinister motive behind it. I think he's just oh, no, not concerned that people are dying. <laughs> yeah. I was Googling microchips too. And like, there was an article about how just somebody saying that we shouldn't microchip our pets because that's going to give them the ammo to microchip people. It's just like a stepping stone. That's, that's back to the whole thing. It's just like, well, if you start, don't they say that about homosexuality? He's like, yeah. well, if you sleep with another man, what's to stop you from sleeping with animals? Yeah. It's like, like, uh, what are you, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah. It doesn't, make, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, well, you start brushing your teeth. What's to stop you from sticking that toothbrush up your ass? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, nothing's going to stop me. Nothing's I've, I've stop made up my mind. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make sure I have no cavities in my cavities. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's funny, too, because, like, the Mark of the Beast, I feel like that's something where, in the Bible, you have to choose to get the Mark of the Beast. It's not something they trick you into. I mean, it should be. Yeah. <laughs> if I was the beast, I would trick you into the mark, but that's not what I am. All right. Uh, do we want to? Do we want to keep going on some of these? Or sure, yeah. Do we want to jump ahead to anything? On, I want to read the Yon deciding to run for president because this is incredible. All right. Why don't Why don't we do this one and we'll we'll call this kind of like our end for the Kanye thing? Okay, sounds good. So why did he want to run for president? It's when I was being offered the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award at MTV. I remember being at my mom's house, my mother-in-law, because my house was being worked on. She calls me son, and I call her mom. I was in the shower thinking, I write raps in the shower. It hit me to say, you're going to run for president. And I started laughing hysterically. I was like, this is the best. I'm going to be going out there. And they're going to think I'm going to to do these songs and do this for entertainment. How rigged awards shows are. And then say, I'm going to run for president. And I just laughed in the shower. I don't know for how long, but that's the moment it hit me. Just God told him in the shower he's running for president. It's it's funny because it's like a teenager. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so stream of consciousness is like that's an idea i had and i thought it was hilarious so this is what i'm yeah. gonna do like there's no real motivation behind it other than just a shower thought quite literally yeah it's yeah it's just literally a shower thought and that's what made him decide to run for president yeah and i mean sometimes that does happen but i don't yeah. know if there's anything else to support yeah it. i've had i've had great ideas in the shower just where i'm washing and basically i had great ideas about where to wash excuse me <laughs> Should we move on to Christian Rock lyric? <laughs> I, I, sure. 
I was very lost by that. But yeah, <laughs> let's you. let's go to Christian rock lyric and. Uh, can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. So this is a song by an artist named uh, Kanye West. Oh. It's on his album. I've I think heard it's of him. Called uh, Jesus is Lord. You've heard of him? Yeah. He's kind of a. Is this his new one? The one where he had all the really weird artwork for it? Yeah. Where it's like yeah. all MS paint circles and stuff? <laughs> yeah, all the merchandise. Yeah, that was such. Oh, check out Kanye's merchandise for this album. It's... He, he is a marketing genius because yeah. there are people who are buying that. Yeah. I, I, it's insane. Like I said, he is a smart guy. Yeah. In a lot of respects. Politically, I don't know. No. No. That's the one thing, too. I'll go, just the design thing is um, th- one of the questions was about his policies, and he's like, I don't do policies, I do designs. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, that's a dis- problem. Yeah, that's a very big problem. That's okay, a but, problem. The, but the lyrics <clears throat> Closed on Sunday, you're my Chick fil A. Closed on Sunday, you're my Chick fil A. Hold the <laughs> selfie, put the gram away, get your family, y'all hands and pray. When you got daughters, always keep them safe. Watch out for vipers. Don't let them indoctrinate. Close on Sunday. You're my Chick-fil-A. Well, I, I can tell you one thing. I, I really want some fried chicken now. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I'll make that's, some fried that's chicken. About it. Actually, I literally am going to make some chicken wings right after we're... Closed on before. Sunday. You're, you're my Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I think Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday. It is, yeah. Not? They okay. are. Because of... So, um, I mean, it makes Lord, sense. Right? Do you think he was eating Chick-fil-A when he wrote this song? Oh, no, he writes his songs in the shower. We already discussed that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so he's, is, is he talking about Jesus in this song? Yeah. It's all about, like, don't... The whole song's basically about protecting yourself and staying away from temptation and getting rid of Jezebel. And so praying to like God. The Wu Tang song "Protect Your Neck," but yes. about Jesus. But yeah. about Jesus, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting to compare the Lord to Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't I've know never had f- Chick Fil A, but I, I mean, I don't know how flattered. Like, I mean, if you so look at it this way, so if you're if you're dating somebody. And you're like, uh, you you know, you compare them to, uh, I don't know, what, what, like Popeye's. You're like, yeah. I don't know, baby, you're my Popeye's chicken. Do you really think they're going to be happy about that? If somebody com- compared me to Popeye's, mm-hmm. I would be very happy. I would probably be more confused. Mm. I'd be like, okay, I don't really know if that's supposed to be good or bad. Yeah. Like, because Popeyes is so juicy. Hey, I love Popeyes. (laughs) I'm not saying that I don't like these things. That being said, I don't. I also understand that it's just a it's a a fast food chain. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I mean, if you if you compared someone to like a like a Michelin star restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, that's fancy, that's important, that's big, that's, that means yeah. something. But to say, like, oh, you're like my McDonald's, you know, I, I, see on, I see on every other street corner and I only pay a dollar for you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I think uh, Jim Gaffigan has a whole bit about that. <laughs> hey, and again, and again, I like McDonald's. I'm not trying to knock it. I'm yeah. just saying, when you're trying to compare someone important to a fast food chain 
it kind of seems like a like a dig more than a compliment. It really does. <laughs> hey, baby, you my Burger King. Exactly. In that you're open all what, night. <clears throat> what, what the grill marks are fake and. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> well, uh, that's um, our our deep dive into Kanye West. This platform yeah and uh, Kanye if you're listening listen man uh, I, I think you're a smart guy I, I do like some of your music so I'm, I'm not gonna knock you for that I, I just I don't think you and politics are necessarily the best choice yeah I think you can I think you can be politically involved and politically active and more power to you for that but I just don't think you should be president man yeah and here's a here's a note for um all celebrities who think they want to get into politics you don't mm-hmm. have to run for president first there are other yeah. political things you can do besides running for president be comptroller well there are plenty of uh celebrities who have gotten into politics as well and yeah. uh whether or not they've done well or not that's i think that's besides the point but the thing is they have gotten involved on a much more uh, local level yeah i mean some of them have been like senators and things like that governor yada, 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 the governor yeah governors and things too yeah. but i think there's a step you can go before you jump right to president at the very least there's a step you should go before you jump right to president <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yeah it's just silly well thanks everybody for listening um rate us on itunes if you like it yeah or don't and mm. or not whatever yeah and uh, have a beautiful, beautiful time. Mm-hmm. And uh, bye. Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs> Baby, you're Who my knows? Dairy Queen. <clears throat> give me the shits. <laughs> Does it give you the shits? No, but if I was lactose intolerant, this character, mm-hmm. I was Julian, was lactose intolerant. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I should have known. I should have known. Yeah.